In today's economic storm, people's retirement accounts are being devastated. Consumers are searching for a safe place to put their money. Are you feeling the same? If you are, please get ready to listen and learn about a new concept that will give you financial security and peace of mind. Now, here is the host of Become the Banker, certified financial planner and award-winning author, Joseph Quijano. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Become the Banker show. You know, this is a chilly, chilly morning here in Denver, Colorado, USA. You know, it's been like uh, single digits for the last couple of days. And uh, we're hoping to get a little bit more snow by the end of the week. They are, they're claiming anyway. But I do like to welcome you to the second part of the, uh, of the show that we did last week, you know, about life insurance. You know, it's so confusing for most consumers. And I want to just recap a little bit here, you know, that consumers are totally confused regarding which type of life insurance may be the best type for their own individual situation. You know, we began, we began actually the, uh, you know, the show last week with a little bit of history behind the life insurance industry and how it got started. And it really just got started with, with uh, one product, which was a death benefit product. And, and that product was called term, term insurance. And term actually means, it really actually means, only means death insurance. So that is that, you know, in order for you to actually uh, benefit, well, not really you, but your beneficiary, benefit from the policy would be for you to pass away. And term, like I said, is temporary. So it only goes for a certain number of years. So normally, that uh, those type of policies are usually good for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, or maybe 30 years, depending on your age. So when the time comes, you know, that you meet that term, or the period of time, then you're going to have to either cancel it or renew it. If you cancel the policy, you're not going to get any money back, obviously, because you're alive. But if you renew it, you're going to have to renew it at the age that you are at that point. And all of us know that the older we are, is there's a greater chance or a greater possibility of death. So companies will adjust your premium or the rate that you have to pay every time that you get older. So term insurance is only temporary. And I do want to also let you know that my son and, and partner is with us also, Jordan Quijano. And um, Jordan, if you want to say anything about term insurance, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, it's definitely, it's something that a lot of people are used to getting at their employer or really getting advertised anywhere, whether they're at their bank, whether they're just even on TV and they're listening to those commercials where you can get half a million dollars or $2 million for the cost of $50 a month. In reality, that's not that realistic. A lot of people don't realize the amount of coverage that you that you can actually receive with term insurance, it takes quite a bit of qualifying to get that, number one. And number two, term insurance is, just, to me, it's just like renting. 
you never actually own the policy. So if you look at it and compare it to renting a house versus owning a house with term insurance, you're just renting from the insurance company. Maybe you rent it for 10 years, 15 years, 20. And after those 15 years come up, well, guess what? The landlord's going to say rent's due and it's going to get higher. Rent's going to be much higher because it's going to be 15 years or 20 years older. Well, guess what? With whole life insurance, with the regular whole life, you actually get to build equity inside the policy. You own the policy. It's just like purchasing your own house or your own whole life house because that way the cost of the house never increases or in other words, the premium never increases on you. And you get to have cash. You have equity inside your policy that you can use to be able to pay for college, pay for vehicles, pay off debts, really just anything. But it allows you to have that equity that term insurance does not allow you to have. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, Jordan, I think you, uh, you, you made a good point, you know, about, about, making the uh, the analogy of a house you know you're so correct to say that because a lot of people this is why you know many years ago people began to understand hey i have to die for the policy to pay i don't like that then somebody else will get the benefit not just me it'd be somebody else so companies are so innovative that they came up with whole life insurance which is what you were referring jordan you know, you were referring to owning a house. You know, you build equity. With the whole life policy, you don't have to die for the policy to pay. You can be alive and you have equity. You're stuck on a home. You can take this money out, use it, and then put it back into the policy. And then obviously, it has a death benefit as well. So if you pass away, you have the security that your family will be taken care of. So those are the two products that companies came up with many, like maybe 200 years ago. And, and, and by the way, they, they just gotten better and better and better, including term insurance and whole life. They both have gotten better with the passing of time because every time that um, we live longer, and by the way, you know, we're living longer every single year. And, uh, Companies have to adjust their mortality tables, which are, by the way, they're very, very accurate. They're very accurate because, I mean, the medical profession actually uses the mortality tables published by life insurance companies because they know, I mean, they know without a doubt, they know they can project how many people are going to pass away at a certain age, whether they're babies, you know, uh, toddlers, you know, adults, older people. I mean, they have that data. So the medical profession actually understands that. And they know, they know what they know that we're living longer. So through this data right now, they have us living, get this, to age 121 years. Can you believe that? So every life insurance company a year ago, had to change their tables. They had to change their illustration systems. They had to change their policies 
to adjust for people living to that age. So by living longer, when I'm saying the pulses have gotten better, by living longer, I meant you're going to be paying less. Because if you live longer, that means that, you know, that you're going to have more time to pay in to the policy premiums. So that company will adjust their premium rates to show a lower mortality cost. So, but anyway, those are the two products that the life insurance industry began with. But then again, you see people, consumers, wanted to get more out of it. They wanted to get more out of life insurance. So they began to question, well, you know, whole life doesn't give you, you know, that greater rate, greater return. Because most policies on a whole life basis, they're usually, you know, guaranteeing a 4% rate of return, a 4% rate of return. And some companies that are mutual companies, which have no owners, except their policyholders, they also share their profits that they're making each and every year with their policyholders. And they're called dividends. And, you know, dividends fluctuate up and down. I mean, I remember one company in Jordan, I think you mentioned this before many times, that uh, 20 years ago, one company was paying a 12% dividend. Just think about that, 12% dividend. And the 4% that they were guaranteeing, people were making 16% profit in their policies. Unreal. But that was many years ago. That was like 20 years ago when the economy was different than what it is today. Actually, the banks were giving us a higher interest rate that, that they're giving us today. So dividends fluctuate. But I mean, today, we're looking at the same company, and they're paying like 1% in dividends. So you buy a policy, a whole life policy from them. You're going to be getting 4% guaranteed and 1% dividend. So anyway, those, are the, those were the two main policy contracts that the life insurance company began with. But then, again, consumers began to question it. Hey, you know, I don't know. They, they would say, you know, on, on the term insurance policy, I have to die for the pulse to pay. On the whole life... I mean, it's not that great of a return. So isn't there something better that you guys can come up with? And then the companies answered that question by bringing on board what they call universal life. And universal life is nothing more than term insurance with an investment account could have the possibility of earning more than a whole life policy if that investment account does better or does good. If the investment account does not uh, grow, then really all you're doing is buying term insurance. But consumers wanted to have a policy with a little bit more potential to gain. Anything to add, Jordan, on, on this? 
No, you've covered quite a bit on that. You know, I think universal life is just like you said, it's nothing more than just a term insurance policy with a cash account tied to the stock market or tied to the index. So if the stock market doesn't do well, well, a lot of times the companies are going to write to the clients and say, guess what? This insurance premium needs to be covered somehow. And it's not getting covered by the uh, returns for the stock market. So we're going to expect you to pay for it. And that's when people get a real big shock because they were thinking they were going to get basically free insurance for the rest of their life because the stock market was going to return everything. Well, that's not going to happen, folks. Look at 2007, 2008, when stock market crashes happen. That is when individuals actually see the true reality of universal life insurance because at that point the cost can come into your hands if you want to keep the policy and especially when you get into your later years when you're closer to your 70s or your 80s when you need your insurance most this is when you're getting closer to the time of passing away possibly in those many many late years well that cost of insurance that term insurance is so expensive by then because they they increase the cost every single year that you get older because it's truly a term insurance policy. So every year that you get older, that cost of insurance gets more and more expensive. Well, in those later years, if the stock market takes a, a tumble like it did in 2007, 2008, or if it took a tumble like it did in 2001, 2002, or just takes a tumble at any point, a lot of those policies at that point will Im they'll implode, meaning that there's not enough cash to maintain it. The policy itself will basically disappear because all the money is getting eaten up that's in the cash account to pay for the premium that's needed to cover the high cost because of your age being at 70 or 80. So that policy is really not a good policy to have if you're looking long term, because in reality, it's not going to be there for you when you need it most, which is in those later years. But we're going to be coming back from a break here shortly. And when we get back from this break, we're going to dive into just a few more products and really some solutions on what you could do to, to make sure that you're looking for the right not only insurance products, but really the right product that gives you all the right bells and whistles, all the right investment opportunities, and just the way to protect you and your family. So this is Jordan Quijano and Joseph Quijano with Become the Banker, and we'll be right back with you. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker Radio Show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific.
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Become the Banker Show with certified financial planner, Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask or comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I was just thinking during the break that um, we, we have a lot of people that actually contact us just to review, just to review their life insurance policies that they have right now. This is what we call an insurance review. And that we do this at no cost. And you don't have to be here. I mean, we can do it all over. So we can do it through Zoom. We can do it through telephone conferences. You don't have to uh, be face-to-face with us. But, I mean, we could actually review your current policies to make sure that they actually fit you. You know, it's, it's almost like uh, buying a tailor-made, you know, jacket. You know, you have to be measured. So it will fit you perfectly. But that measurement and that jacket will only last as long as you don't change measurements, right? I mean, so if we lose weight or maybe gain a little better weight, maybe that jacket doesn't fit you as good. So it is with life insurance. You do have to check it. You, do, you have to make sure that you, uh, that you keep measuring your needs, so that the policy that you have or the policy that you're thinking about getting will actually fit you. And this is what we do on a policy review. We look at your policy. We look at the type of policy that you have, the amount of insurance that you have, the premium that you're paying, and whether or not that policy really fits you with what your objectives will be for the future. So a lot of our clients benefit, I mean, totally benefit from this free review that we do. And uh, listeners, please, if you have any concerns or any questions at all about your life insurance, give us a call or just go to our website. You you can call us at 303-779-6600. Or you can just go to the website, becomethebanker.org, and just let us know that you would like to have a free, complimentary, no fees charge at all whatsoever for this to do a complimentary life insurance review. And you will see the benefit. You know, you got to review it. You have to re- review your life insurance. You know, you don't yep. want to get to the point that, uh, you know, you, you get that, you know, 
really, really mature in life. And then you finally say, oh, gosh, I wish I would have changed my life insurance policy. Yeah, and we and get make, people like that, don't we, Jordan? You do. You, we do. And you make a good point there. I think, uh, you know, one thing that we want to make clear is just like what you said, that there would be no fees for 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 any reviews or for anything like that. Well, the best part about our practice, and this is something that a lot of our clients really love about us, and maybe it is because we're family owned or maybe it's just because, you know, you know, just 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 the way that we like to do our kind of our work ourselves. Uh, we actually don't charge any fees at all. You know, when it comes to clients, when you have fees, uh, brokerage accounts, 401ks, you know, any IRAs, any fees like that, when it comes to that, a lot of times the advisor charges a fee to make sure that you're having an ongoing cost that's always getting paid out of your pocket into theirs. And that means if you want to put a financial plan together, they're going to charge you a fee. If they're going to put college planning together, they're going to charge you a fee. If they're going to help you manage your 401k or brokerage account or choose the right stocks, well, they're going to charge you a fee every single year. Even if the account is up or down or going sideways, that fee is getting charged. Well, with our belief at Become the Banker, you don't pay us any fee. What, who, who pays us is the companies. The companies that we represent, they actually pay us directly. And there's really – I think this is very important to understand because when you look at how people get paid as uh, you know, being in the financial professional uh, you know, er, er, arena, whether you're an advisor, a planner, uh, an insurance agent, a broker, any of that. There's about three ways that you can get paid. Three ways. You, number one, you can get paid as a brokerage fee, meaning that you get paid on an ongoing fee no matter what. Just like I mentioned, if your account is up, the broker is going to be getting paid off of that. If your account is down and the stock market crashes, well, guess what? Your broker is still getting paid off of that same, that same fee off that same account. So really, the incentive there, you really got to ask yourself, it's kind of uh, it, it's kind of was disheartening in a sense, because if the agent's going to get paid, whether your account is up or whether your account is down, where do you think his attention is? And this is a his and it doesn't have to be a him or a her or anything like that. I'm just saying just just in general, think about that, you know, and, and, and the other thought that comes to mind is. If somebody's managing an account that's worth $3 million, you know, $3 million worth of assets of different stocks and different bonds and different this, but yet they have a client that has maybe an account worth $200,000, and it took that person their whole life to build $200,000, you got to ask yourself, where do you think that attention of that broker is going to go? You know what I mean? I mean, it's just simple questions that I would ask myself, you know, if that if that was the case and that was my money, would my broker be looking at my 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 account of two hundred thousand or is he focusing on somebody that has an account worth three million dollars? 
you see what I'm saying there? So so that's number one, getting paid as a brokerage. And you get like a brokerage fee. That's an ongoing fee for the rest of your life that they charge that. Number two, the second way to get paid. This is more like almost like how lawyers get paid. It's what they call uh, 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 basically what they call a fee-only plan uh, where basically they'll put a plan together based off of your financial needs. They'll say, hey, you know what? You're 55 years old. You have uh, the need to have an IRA. You also need to have some life insurance. And guess what? You got a kid, to, kid that's going to college next year or maybe the next four years. So we should probably put you into a 529 plan. But you know what? You don't you, you don't pay us anything. You don't pay us a dime. The only thing that you pay us is a flat rate. Basically, a fee, basically it's like a, a a fee for the whole plan itself. So they'll say, you know what? To have this this beautiful plan to make sure that you're in good retirement, it's going to cost you seven thousand dollars. Just a flat fee. That's it. No more ongoing costs, no more ongoing fees, no hidden fees. It's going to cost you $7,000 just right then and there. Well, that doesn't help too much because let me, let me ask you a question. Anytime that you call a lawyer or if you go into a lawyer's office, and this has nothing against lawyers, so please don't take it that way, but it's just the stigma that when you call a lawyer, we go to a lawyer's office, what is the biggest fear? That we all have. We think we're going to walk out with a bill. We think that we're going to walk away with some kind of charge because we spent time with that lawyer. Well, so it is with that second form of payment. When you talk about uh, a plan-based fee, any time that you have that plan built and they charge you that $7,000 for that plan, well, guess what? Life changes. Things happen. Maybe you don't need the 529 plan because the kid doesn't go to college. Or maybe the life insurance wasn't enough because you guys have a bigger home and X, Y, Z. And all these other things need to change. So you go right back to that representative. And what, what do you think they're going to tell you? Well, that was, last, that was the last plan. Let's build you a new plan. And this new plan is going to cost you a different amount of money. That's $7,000. That wasn't a part of this plan. That was from the last plan. So that's a terrible way, personally in my eyes, to get paid as a financial advisor because it get, it puts the fear in clients' eyes to give you a call. And you should be, if you're a good financial advisor, and there's many of them out there, there's many, many good financial advisors out there. But if you're a good financial advisor, your whole goal is to be your, your client's financial soundboard. You want them to bounce their ideas off you. If they have any questions at all, even if it doesn't even regard to you know, maybe some of the plans that you're helping them with, you should be there for them to help answer those questions because that is our responsibility and that is the code of ethics that we are held to. We, we are fiduciaries to be in the best status of looking for the best interest of our clients at a heart. So I don't like those two first methods. Those two first methods to me are maybe greedy or maybe just not the right way 
as a financial advisor. And the third and final way to get paid as a financial advisor, and this is how we get paid at Become the Banker, is you get paid on what's called a commission base. And basically what that means is commission base is where companies, whichever company you represent, and for us, we represent uh, we, we, we represent basically over about 15, I, I think it's probably even actually closer to almost 18 companies now as far as which companies are best for you. So we're, we're almost look, we, we're almost like a brokerage firm in the sense of like a, like, like a mortgage broker. When you go to a mortgage broker, they have access to, you know, 10 or 12 different banks that, can, that they can pull loans from so that, 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 that they can help give you the lowest interest rate. Or, or try to fit the perfect loan for your needs. Well, we're almost just like that. We're basically like a financial firm that allows us to have access to all of these different financial companies, different financial products. It's different insurance companies, different uh, retirement product companies, annuity companies, IRA companies. And we have handfuls of them. And the key thing is, is when we do business with you and we fit the right company that fits directly with you and your needs for your age and for your retirement, the best part is, is the company is the one that pays us directly. You don't pay us. It doesn't come out of your pocket. It doesn't come out of your, it doesn't come out of your accounts pocket either. The company pays us directly out of their pocket. And that's because of using their product and using their commission. So this is the best way to get paid as a financial advisor because I want my client's account to start at 100% at what it started at. You know, and I want my clients to always have the freedom to call me with any questions they have to never fear that I'm going to send them a bill. And I want my clients to think, that any time that there's money growing in their account every single month, every single year, that there's not going to be anything shaved off the top that goes straight into my pocket. So wanted to make that point clear. We're coming, we're coming to our break right now into our second part. So we're going to jump into some uh, more, just more details as to how we can really get you guys into the right products and how to avoid those high fees and those high uh, kind of brokerage accounts that people really don't know about. So this is Jordan Quijano with Joseph Quijano, my father, on Become the Banker. We'll be talking with you guys here shortly. Thank you so much. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker Radio Show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. 
Investments hit all-time lows, except for Become the Banker. Do you know how much money was lost in those accounts? Not one penny. Become the Banker is a safe, guaranteed return of 4% plus a 1% dividend. In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build a tax-sheltered cash account for retirement and for loaning to yourself along the way and not losing to the stock market. Becomethebanker.org. You owe it to yourself to go to the next seminar. Becomethebanker.org. Who's laughing now? This is the Become the Banker Show with certified financial planner, Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask or comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Jordan, you did a great job. Absolutely great job explaining, you know, how we get paid. And uh, it, it is so true. So I just want to make a point, you know, regarding, you know, getting paid and um, how the companies actually pay us. But the key is that the uh, whole life policies and the term, this is what we called a front end loaded policies. Front end loaded, meaning that the cost of everything, the death benefit, commissions that we get paid, uh, expenses from the company, they're all coming out of the front end, front end loaded. So that means basically that um, after the policy meets those costs, and with some companies, some, some of the companies that we represent, that, uh, that, that, that break-even point comes about maybe the sec maybe the fourth through the seventh year so that means that in the fourth before the fourth year or before the seventh year you're not going to see really a profit on those whole life policies because they're front end loaded and the and the cost the expenses will be coming out each and every year for the for the first like few years after the policy breaks even and there's no more cost then you really see the policy escalate in cash accumulation. Not only death benefit, but cash accumulation. So you have the best of both worlds with a whole life policy. I'm not talking about a term. I'm not talking about a universal life policy. I'm talking about the newer type of whole life policies that we have today. It, it has a phenomenal rate of return, guaranteed. It has wonderful dividends. And the cash value will grow on a guaranteed basis each and every year, as well as the death benefit. Think about it. That is the best part of a whole life policy. So front end loaded means that all the expenses will come out of the front end. Now, Universal life, for example, universal life uh, is the opposite. It's what they call back-end loaded. They have surrender periods. And some of the, uh, I mean, some of the policies that I have seen in, in my lifetime, you know, I've seen policies that have a surrender period of 20 years. That means that they tie the client's hands. It's what I call the golden handcuffs. Because you cannot really do anything with a policy without losing money. Because 
you're paying the expenses over 20 years. So they have a surrender penalty if you surrender the policy, if you change the policy, if you try to uh, transfer the policy to another company, no matter what, that company will will charge you a penalty. And, and in many cases, they're huge. Like the first year could be like 20%. So you would lose 20% of uh, your money. And, you know, the second year could be 19%. So those surrender penalty charges decline over 20 years. Think about that. You know, very similar, very similar to a bank CD, certificate of deposit. So if you buy one for two years and you cash it in before the sec- before that end of that, that second year, you're going to lose money because they have a surrender penalty. So with a whole life policy, you don't have to worry about that. So let me ask you one question. What is, what do you think is your most valuable asset? Now, when we ask our clients that, we get a whole bunch of different answers. Some people may say, well, it's my home. Some other people may say, well, you know, I have a real nice car outside. Or some people say it's my health. Some people may say, you know what? I have a boat. I, you know, what, what is your most valuable asset? Well, I'm going to tell you something right now that the, the most valuable asset will be your earning capacity. Your earning capacity. So if you are making $80,000 each and every year, that is your most valuable asset. It would be like you, if you were to have a machine in your basement or someplace in your home that could actually print out 80000 legally, by the way, <laughs> print out $80,000 each and every year, would you take care of it? Of course you would, wouldn't you? Would you insure it? Of course you would. Well, if you are that machine and you're making whatever you're making each and every year, you have to have insurance for that. You see? And this is how we'll calculate the amount of money that you need just in case of your death. To be able to have, even though you're no longer alive, you could have a machine that could provide the same income to your loved ones that they're used to receiving. That's life insurance. You insure your earning capacity. Now, that type of policy, you need to come to somebody like us, a professional that knows how to tailor fit the policy to your needs. So you get the right policy. So you're going to be able to have the right policy and the right policy reviews each and every year because things change. So your needs may change. So along with our free policy review, we actually, we actually do an annual review 
with every single one of our clients to make sure that their policy still fits them 100%. Now, what I'd like to say to you is that in today's world, life insurance has done a tremendous turnabout. From the very beginning, people thought life insurance is only to protect in case I die. That is no longer the case, ladies and gentlemen. I got to tell you this. You know, the, um, I went to college over here in Denver called the, the College for Financial Planning to become certified as a financial planner. And the College for Financial Planning actually just updated their curriculum three years ago. And they now include in their curriculum life insurance is an asset. Think about it. An asset. So it was no, in, in the past, it was not considered an asset. Today, today's permanent, today's whole life policies are considered an asset in any balance sheet, whether it is your own personal or your business balance sheet, it doesn't matter. It is considered an asset because it doesn't pay only if you die, but it pays if you live. Life insurance, whole life is living, living insurance. The newer type of policies and, and, Trust me when I'm saying this, because I have seen some policies that uh, have been like maybe 20 years old, even 10 years old, five years old. I mean, things change rapidly within this industry. And you may not have the newest policy available to you. I mean, think about it like this, okay? <clears throat> if, you know, if you go to the doctor, and, and the doctor says, you know something, you need to have, something's wrong with you, but, you know, we have the medicine for you. Now, we have a medicine that we, uh, that, 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 that was brought in uh, maybe like 20 years ago. It's effective. And then we have one that, you know, is just like one of the newest medicines that is absolutely Amazing. I mean, it wouldn't be too much of a choice for you, right? To take the one that is probably better, newer, with more research than the old one. And so it is with financial products. So life insurance, the newer type of whole life, it is not the type that you probably have heard about. It is not the type like you're like, like your parents had or your grandparents, it's probably not like even like the type that you now own. The newer type of whole life is a phenomenal financial tool that will pay whether you live, think about it carefully, die, or become disabled due to long-term care needs. It's an amazing product. So 
I'm going to tell you something right now. I mean, that, that when people really understand, they begin to overfund life insurance. They begin to put more money into the policy than, than what, what the premiums may be because they want to build it up as an asset. You see, the old-fashioned way to look at life insurance is no longer suitable for today's economic storms that we're facing. The old-fashioned way of buying life insurance, you would be like, you go to your agent and you say, look, I want to have a uh, million dollars of the coverage, but let me have it at the cheapest possible premium available. That's the way the people have actually bought insurance. Let me have the highest death benefit for the least amount of premium. That's the, that is the old-fashioned way. Today, when people come to the realization that whole life is an asset that would actually give them peace of mind in any economic storm, they go to their agent and they should say, I, I want to put in as much as I can premium-wise into the policy because I want to build it up as an asset. Now, we're getting ready to go on break again. And when we come back, my son and I will explain to you some of the newer features of the newer type of whole lives. And if you ever want to have a policy review, please give us a call at 303-779-6600 or actually just go online and request a policy review at becomethebanker.org. Thank you again for listening. We'll be right back after the break. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker radio show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Hello, I'm consumer advocate Tom Martino. For years, I've been telling you about a safe, secure investment that you can do for as little as $200 a month. Earnings grow tax-free. And better than that, during this recent stock market crash, they did not lose a penny. Even though investments hit all-time lows, those involved in Become the Banker are still earning their guaranteed return of 4% tax-free plus a 1% dividend. Isn't it time you at least investigate and possibly become the banker yourself? In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build tax-sheltered cash for retirement and for loaning to yourself for life's needs and pleasures, college, credit card debt, a mortgage, they can all be paid when you become the banker. Do yourself a favor. At least find out more. Becomethebanker.org. For the next webinar, that's becomethebanker.org. And for a video review, becomethebanker.info. It's time to take action and stop your losses. Becomethebanker.org. 
This is the Become the Banker Show with certified financial planner, Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask or comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for um, staying with us. We, went, we were just talking a little bit about the, uh, the newer type of whole life policies, and I promised you that uh, we would go into more detail uh, during this uh, section of the show. And I do want to tell you about those New York policies. I mean, they're phenomenal. Not only do they protect you and actually ensure your earning power. And this is really what you need to ensure, your earning power. Because normally, I mean, let's, I give you the example before. If you're making 80000 a year, your family is actually used to that income coming in each and every year. If you're no longer in the picture, just think about this. Not only are they going to mess you because they love you, they're going to mess that earning capacity. So that's why people insure themselves to create, to live a legacy, or to continue a legacy for their loved ones. Now, you can choose to just buy a death benefit policy. Or you can choose to buy the newer type of whole life policy that I'm talking about, which is an asset. That means that if you don't pass away, suddenly, you can use the money. It builds cash. It builds equity, just like my son stated. It builds equity, just like a house. You can borrow against it to, to invest, to purchase a home, to pay for college, to finance a vacation, to pay off debt. This is when you're alive. You can use this. And then you can actually have the capacity to pay yourself back the money that you borrowed against the policy at an interest rate to make your policy even grow more. So you can use it almost like a bank. Think about that. You can use it almost like a bank, your own personal bank. But this type of policies not only grow in cash, but they also have safety features, for, especially for one risk that I call the biggest risk in the world, which is long-term care. All of these newer policies, they have a long-term care writer built in, right in the policy. So you don't have to buy an expensive long-term care policy. Your, your whole life policy will actually help you pay for an assisted living facility, a nurse coming into your home to take care of you if you need to, an Alzheimer's facility, a nursing home, they can help you pay for those costs. Because the newer policies, you know what they do? Even though you're not, uh, you haven't passed, they will allow you to use a percentage. Listen carefully, a percentage. 
of the death benefit each and every year to pay for the high cost, I mean, the tremendously high cost of long-term care. And again, this is care if you need to have somebody come into your home or you go to a facility, either a nursing home, assisted living, or an Alzheimer's place. So this is what I call a multi-purpose policy. It covers you in case of death. It covers you in case you need long-term care and you become disabled. And it covers you with your investments because you can borrow the money that you're putting into the policy. And don't forget that the money that you're putting in, the majority of the money is going to grow at a guaranteed rate of return. And also, also because it is life insurance. One of the most important benefits of today's policies is that the government has actually grandfathered those policies this type of policy to actually become tax-free. There's, there's, no, there's actually a, uh, a code on the IRS. It's called 7702. And if you read the Internal Revenue Code, Taxation Code 7702, you will learn that everything within that type of policy, it's tax-free. But you have to structure the policy properly. You have to go to somebody that knows how to create those policies and make sure that those policies will remain tax-free for the rest of your life. So not only is it going to protect the biggest asset that you have, which is your earning capacity, it is also going to protect you against disabilities, including long-term care. I mean, how good is that? And number three, you don't have to die for the policy to pay. You can use it when you're alive. So don't you think that it really, really deserves that you do just a checkup? Have an insurance checkup. I think you should. And again, give us a call or actually just, you know, maybe next week when we come back to the show, we'll talk more about this topic and other topics. So with that, I'd like to say goodbye to you. We'll see you next uh, week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Become the Banker radio show. Certified financial planner Joseph Quijano will return next Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Until then, remember, rich people think like rich people. Poor people think like poor people.